Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to DSC's Untamed Heritage, the unique blend of hunting, conservation, and the outdoor lifestyle. Delivered in an entertaining and informative fashion, as only a veteran outdoorsman can do. DSC's Untamed Heritage is brought to you by Dallas Safari Club. Conservation, education, protecting hunters' rights. Hornady, accurate, deadly, dependable. Trigicon, brilliant aiming solutions. Texas raised hunting products, the scent gods. Burnham Brothers Game Calls, calling his calls made. Double nickel taxidermy, where hunting memories are preserved. Now here's your host, Larry Wysoon. Gentlemen, I am Honored to be with the three of y'all this afternoon. We got Jeff Rice and Luke Clayton. Luke, who I've done radio shows with for a long time. Jeff and Luke and I do a Sportsman's Life on Pride Outdoor Network. Yes. And we've got Mr. Kenneth Talent as well, too, with uh, Double Lung Outdoors on Pursuit. And we've been able to spend the last day or so down here with uh, Kenneth in Reagan County, Texas, down uh, not far out of Big Lake. Yeah. Right out of and we've been hunting white-tailed deer. I have, for the most part. And my two compadres with the uh, Sportsman's Life, they've been hunting javelinas. So uh, we've been successful. We've dealt with a little bit of weather situation since we've been here. But what do you guys think about this place? What do you think about hunting javelina? Lots of fun. Lots of fun. And, and uh, I will say good eating, and that's probably contradicts what a lot of people think about them, javelinas, but I've, I've eaten several of them, cooked them, and they can they can be pretty good eating. They can well, be. We were certainly covered up yes. in javelinas. Plenty. Yeah, the last two days, absolutely covered up in them. And unfortunately for me, uh, just wasn't able to get the right angle, the right shot, or the right javelina. I was trying to get a bigger bore. There was a lot of little ones. There was a couple uh, sows with with real little ones, with you know little baby little piglets, and um, obviously not not what we were looking for. But uh, we got it done tonight at uh, the eleventh hour, as they say. I mean, <laughs> the last. I mean, literally, night. I'm over there kind of gathering my stuff. Luke's next to me, and and he's packing up his camera, and I mean, it's it's the, the sun is going down. It's 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 getting dark, and I look over and. There, here comes a javelina walking right past me, and I'm tapping Luke, and I'm like, hey, 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 stop packing. <laughs> but we were able to get a, a, a arrow into one using a Seneca dragon claw. Uh, actually, it's not an arrow. It's a bolt. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like an arrow? Yes, like an arrow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we were successful. We put one well, in. Last, last minute. Last you, know, you coined a term that's going to stick with me, Jeff. What, it was getting late. Late in the evening, uh, just about dark. What yep. was that term? I said, yeah, Luke, it's about deer 30. <laughs> deer 30. I said, I've never heard that, you know. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. But, yeah, it's going to make some great make some great video for our show. Absolutely. Larry, uh, Sportsman's Life. 
it'll be on pretty soon. I'm a week or two probably, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, folks can go. You can you can actually go to YouTube, can't you, Jeff? You can. If, yep. if you if you're not connected with Pride Outdoor Network, but it's easily done. All you got to go to their their website, right? Yeah. yeah. And just it's free to join. Free, free to watch so, mm-hmm. with Roku. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you can watch it on Roku, or you can watch it too on going to their website. Yeah, because that's what I've been yeah, doing. right there on exactly. the website. You can, right. yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah. And it is a it's a fun show that I enjoy doing because it's it's real. There's there's no script. No. <laughs> well, there's a lot of times we don't shoot <laughs> something. Very we don't, outline. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't have to kill something or shoot something. I mean, it's exactly. sometimes it's just the adventures, getting out, having fun. And, of course, Kenneth, you know that, too. You've probably yeah. been on a lot of hunts where, you know, you're not successful. But you know what? It's all fun. Yeah. It's just getting together with sitting around the camp, you know, telling stories, you know, getting out, enjoying the outdoors. But, you know, harvesting is, is, is another part of it, but it's not everything. It, you're exactly right. Kenneth, before we get into some of the things about your show and some of your adventures, you've had it all around the world. Tell us a little bit about this property. I mean, it is in an area that used to be kind of the Permian Basin. Yeah. That at one time was a huge underground sea, or yeah. a huge sea, inland sea, I should say. And this is a fabulous ranch because not only do you have javelinas, you've got a few other animals out here as well. Yeah, definitely. We have mule deer here. Uh, we actually got them uh, on the west end of the ranch, I believe. Isn't it Emerson? Yes, sir. On the west side. We just put up a feeder over there. And uh, we taught four of them on there uh, uh, yesterday or this morning or yesterday morning, and but they have javelina here. You know, got whitetail, got turkey, and uh, actually uh, several years back they had a lot of antelope on here. You know, because the rocker bee is just right. They're the, fair. I mean, yeah. you, I remember back in the late seventies we trapped twelve hundred antelope off the rocker bee. And, Did you really? And, yeah. When I was working for the game department, and we tra- moved them all over the western part of the. Yeah. state of Texas. Is that so, right? Yeah, so there's a substantial population. I mean, it's, it's gone down a little bit since then, but yeah. uh, great variety in, in terms of, of habitat, in terms of terrain, in terms of the animals. And you've got, I've, I've noticed all kinds of cool little birds, just native yeah. birds as yeah. well, too, that were all different colors. But then also you have a fair number of quail here, too. We, we've got a lot of uh, blue quail, bobwhites, right. and uh you know, I think this year they've been a little better than that. We, we've had this place for three years, and uh, the first year uh, they were a little off. Second year, but this year it looks like they probably had a great hatch, come back, made a made a comeback, and everything. So they're really doing real good right now. Well, actually, the, the blue quail or scale quail, whichever you want to call them, they have a tendency to do fairly well in, in a kind of a uh, not the best rainfall yeah, kind of year right. kind of thing. Bob White's. And they're not very far to go before you run into bobs over here. Yeah. And uh, in a wet year, they'll do better. But in those normal kind of dry West Texas years, they do pretty darn good. Yeah. Now you you hunted you hunted with the air with the Seneca, right? I did the Seneca Dragon Why? Claw. Why would you hunt with a Seneca Dragon Claw? Because you spend more year. I mean, I know you shot critters <laughs> with a rifle, probably oh, yeah. a shotgun. You know, and a few other things, but why? And you're mostly bow hunting, and, and Kenneth does a little bit of both, and Luke does a little bit of everything. Why? Why did you choose that? Uh, you know, that is just—it's just a neat weapon. It's just really—I I find them fascinating. Uh, of course, I love bow hunting. Right. Bow hunting is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I'll shoot guns. I love guns too. No issues with that. But <clears throat> you combine the two, and that's something cool. And I, you know, I just. I don't know. I, there's something that draws me to it, and being able to shoot. And of course, I've I've shot hogs with with that uh, back at my place uh, in East Texas, and I, I just I find them fascinating. They're just fun to shoot. They're, they're really a neat neat, and they're of course, of course they're an air gun, right? Uh, and uh, they're just uh, there's something special. There's something special about them. Kenneth, these two guys were with me. I just got one of those Seneca boats, and. Uh, our, our Seneca uh, right. the dragon, dragon claw, claw. Yep. Yeah. and we were with Mark Bullett and we were trying to kill a hog <clears throat> I wanted because I'd never shot one with anything for one of those yeah. things so we finally get a bunch of hogs that kind of get in front of us and Derek hits about 20 steps in front of them and skips off yeah. through the hogs and so the hogs run off, and they're trying to push them out of this one little thicket, and we're standing there, Jeff and I are. And Jeff kind of turns around and looks up in this tree about 
seven, eight feet up in the air. Here's this. The bolt the sticking bolt in the stuck tree. in a pine tree. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it went. And so we thought, well, you know, it just skipped off the ground and, yeah. and ended up in this tray. So, I mean, and it wasn't but a few minutes later, here comes Mark. And he said, man, that was a fantastic shot that you made. I killed about a 30-pound pig. Shot him absolutely <laughs> squarely through the heart and lung area on the skip. And it ended up in the Davio tree. <laughs> and the arm of skip was ricochet. Through the heart. Yeah, and then into a tree. Ricochet yeah. hog. Right? It was called ricochet hog. I did one for... Uh, air gun hobby. Air gun yeah. hobby, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So what's yeah. the chances of that ever happening again? Well, the chances of it happening that time were 100%. Yeah. The chances of it ever happening again is probably one in yeah. several minutes. Yeah. And yeah. we shot it in. The gun was sighted in, but it was just a longer shot, wasn't it? Well, it, it, was, it, probably, was. it was probably pilot error a little bit. Well, I mean, but no, but it, you shot it in, you shot oh, it yeah. in group with it. Yeah, yeah, so that was all done, but it was just... Uh, those hogs just showed up a little farther. Than they were. They were yeah. a little farther out there. And that's yeah. Not, well, if I hold over, you know, but I yeah. didn't hold quite Then you had to take it when you could get it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Learned a little bit about yeah. trajectory on it. And, and you know what? I took uh, I took the meat from that hog. I sure did. did and, uh, and made some fajitas out of it. Mighty tasty. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 I just fun. couldn't believe it. I'm standing there, and Larry and I are talking, and I turned, and I just happened to look. Right at that tree, <laughs> and it was, it was like. And right here's here, this bull sticking out of the tree. Up, I'm like, uh, Larry, you want to see something really funny? <laughs> yeah. Turn around and look at that tree. The chances of that happening. Oh my gosh. That arrow could have been, you know, six inches off, and, and oh, it could have been that much. It I mean, never hit that the tree. That much two inches off, and it just kind of glanced <laughs> off that tree. Yeah. It did center that tree. I just and can't believe I saw it. I can't believe I actually perfectly did. heart lung that that pig. It did. Perfect shot. <laughs> yeah, Mark yes, said, it was. Mark said you had a. I won't say exactly what he said. He said, you made a really good shot on that. Thing. Yes, I did. Well, 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 thank you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that's all you can. Well, it was a rig. How many people could ricochet a bolt like that yeah, and, and get a heart shot? I mean, right. you know, that's that's right. Right. I can't. Me, I'd, have still, I'd have still been bragging on it. He gets the award. I am bragging yeah. about it. That was an unbelievable thing. That's situation. what hunting is oh all about, God. though, isn't it? You know, having a good time. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Sitting around. The memories, the stories. We're down yeah. here with Kenneth at his, at, his, uh, at his place here. and My gosh, we've had a lot of fun. And, and had we not killed anything, right. the world, we'd have still had a great time. Yeah, yeah. We really would have. Kenneth, I want to I want to go back to to double lung. Tell me how double lung started. I mean, I've had an opportunity to watch the show, and I absolutely love it, and all those kind of great things. I'm not a bow hunter. I get tickled because every once in a while people say, "Larry, do you ever hunt with a bow?" And I said. You know what? I I used to hunt with a bow, and then I grew up. You know, then went to rifle. <laughs> yeah, but you do you do some of both, obviously. Yeah, I, I really I I do, and I have, but uh, uh, I guess since uh, I started bow hunting in '93, I believe, but I have picked up a rifle right on and off, like uh, I I told you about a muzzleloader that we had, and but. Uh, um, and uh, but I, I I think the bow hunting is just I mean when you're sitting and looking at an animal at ten yards twenty yards or something it's just it's it's hard to explain I guess but I do love bow hunting but I don't mind the rifle as well right you know I mean but I just love bow hunting I mean uh, you asked me about what type of hunt was probably my most exciting hunt yes. More than likely, it would have been the leopard hunt, and I shot the leopard at 15 yards out of a, a pop-up blind, you know, and I mean, I, I, I mean, I counted the, the dots on the leopard, you know, it, <laughs> it, it, and, and actually, the leopard actually was actually closer than that at one time, because the PH was telling me to be quiet, and he said, he was saying, shh, shh, the, he's on the ground, right. and he could hear the pukus uh, barking, the birds chirping. And I turned, and the leopard was sitting just outside of the pop-up. And so, and he went right around the blind and just sat within 10 yards and looked right in the blind at us, you know. So that's what gets me to, you know, in loving, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, oh, Jeff. Yeah. And Luke does too. Oh, Luke's yeah. a bow hunter, man. Yeah. He, but uh, that's what bow hunting's about. Up to close me. and personal. That's it. it that's really exactly is. right. That's yeah. what I love about it, too. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, you it's the excitement. And, yeah. yeah. You know, I do, it probably, you, you expressed it really well, Kevin. That's, that's the essence of bow hunting. But, you know, really with me, what I've learned as an old outdoor writer, uh, 
I expand my market big time yeah. by writing about other things too. Right. That's yeah. and air guns. I started shooting those and uh, the Pyramid Air that makes yeah. this gun that uh, Seneca Dragonfall. Yeah. That's I work with those folks and uh, the Air Force Air Guns. So it just gives me something new to write about and different publications to write for. Yeah. But I do love bow hunting. It's oh, something yeah. about getting up there close. That's and, it. Uh, just, you won't do, pull it off every time, but when you nope. do, it's yeah. It's, well, at the end of the day, it's the outdoor experience. Whether it's guns, yeah, pistols, I, right. you know, bows. Yeah. Heck, I've even speared. <laughs> I speared a hog one time. You know, it's just something different, <laughs> yeah. right? You know. I think it's I think it's the <laughs> yes. that 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 the woods waking up in the morning. You know, you're sitting in your tree. Oh yeah, and, and, and the woods are waking Comes up. Alive. The birds. Yeah. Just yeah. squirrels, just mm-hmm. everything, you know, mm-hmm. just coming alive, and that, you know, and you're just sitting right there with it. That, that's whether you're rifle hunting or, exactly. or, or bow hunting, but it's, you, got it. you know, when you're sitting there in the woods and mm-hmm. and, and that that day's coming alive, you know, I, that that's what it's all about. Yep. There's, I mean, there. I love the mornings. I love yeah, what seeing light coming up to where it's yeah. so dark you can't see. There's kind of charcoal gray and yeah. all these shapes that you're looking at. There, look, that looks like a bear. That looks yeah, like yeah, an elephant, true, regardless yeah, of where you are. You know, that's right. then the light comes up. Well, that's just a bush over there, and that's stuck over there, kind of thing. Yeah. But then you listen to all the insects, you know, come on, and then the birds come on, and if yeah. you're in the area where there are coyotes, have the coyotes barking off in yeah. the distance. And, you know, all those to me kind of things are what really makes what we do so very special. And I think if those folks who have not experienced that kind of thing had the opportunity to do so, I think we'd have a whole lot more converts to to, to hunting. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that'll happen, you know, in the future. We're, we're coming on the backside now of this COVID thing. And I think it fair has been a very positive to all that. It's made people realize where food came from. It doesn't come from the grocery stores. You know, it came from the land. And so many people are now looking at the fact going, you know what? Uh, what are we going to do if there's no food in the grocery store? We're going to starve. So we better learn how to grow our own vegetables. We better learn how to take animals and learn how to prepare those animals or catch fish. And that can include, you know, fish, birds, deer, whatever, and I know in some of these uh, areas in in the Northeast, the hunting license and the fishing license have increased multifold. So if it's anything, maybe it's pushed people back out to have a little bit better understanding as to food, food gathering, and you know whether folks like it or not, were it not for the fact that their ancestors were good hunters, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't be here That's because right. those people that weren't good hunters or had good hunters in their camp, <laughs> yeah. they didn't survive. And, you know, that's kind of the, the bottom line on, on a lot of this thing. Kenneth, you, you mentioned the, the, uh, the, the leopard thing. You shot your leopard on the third day? The uh, third day. Yeah. I was in the Lumpopa. Uh, not Lumpopa, I'm sorry. Uh, Luanga. I was on the Luanga uh, River. Uh, that's in Zambia. Yes. And uh, I wasn't actually leopard hunting. I was, I'd went there for uh, just crop, cape, and a hippo, and then come across a leopard and, you know, just thought, God, you know, can't leave Africa without one, you know. <laughs> May not ever get back. Right, so, right. So I took a hippo, and then we, we baited three places, and I seen six leopard in three days. Oh my God! Yeah. There was three actually in that. I don't tree. like you anymore. Yeah, I was actually there was three in that tree that really? I shot that one out. Really? Yeah, yeah. There was actually three. There was a there was a female, and then a young male come in, and then the old male come in, and the the young one run the female off the bait. Right. And then the, the, the old, old run the young one off, and and uh, and and then I you know finally settled in and took him, and uh, but yeah it was it was incredible. You know, you were saying about, we both said, the uh, you know, love uh, about the morning, you know, the morning waking up, just uh, when I was sitting there in that blind, uh, we were waiting on the trackers. Right. And uh, the PH said uh, he was going to fire two shots, and that, he told the trackers, two shots, come and get us. Four shots later, they still hadn't came and got us, and he said, I got to quit shooting, he said, because the... Uh, uh, patrol people or something yes. would wonder something right. going on. They'll come around. So he says we're going to have to take off, and start walking, and 
then, you know, that night had just come alive. The hyenas, the 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 the, the, the lions, and everything else you could hear. Yeah, the hippos the, and the, the hippos. Yeah, and yeah. I mean. And I said, he said, we're gonna have to walk. And I said, I can't. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? I said, look, back home we got coyotes, <laughs> and uh, and I said, and that's it. And I said, but here, he said, well, stay in the blind <laughs> next to the dead leopard. Right. And and I said, I can't do that either. <laughs> and he said, uh, uh, then just get in behind me. And yeah. I said, oh, my God, man. All those sounds. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can imagine. Oh, my oh, God, yeah. man. And uh, we were about two miles from the truck. You had to walk yeah, there we had at to night. Walk, yeah, at night. And wow. I put my backpack on. I was holding my boat. And I was literally sweating. It, oh. was, it was coming off me, and I remember we was went through a couple of little ravines to go up, and then, and every time we a twig would snap, he would jerk, and, and he'd go. He would jerk. Yeah, yeah. He would go from side to side, and 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 I was just standing behind him, thinking, Oh my God, what is this? <laughs> oh my God, is right. And, and and I remember when we come up on the rise, and I seen that white Toyota, or whatever it was, in in, in the distance. Man, I just started getting a little faster, a little faster. <laughs> I got to that truck and I got in that front seat and I just sat there and I said, "Oh my God, man, I, I'm not kidding you." I mean, that had look, to be you've been there. Oh, Larry, absolutely. And I mean, you've heard it, it's spooky. I'll you've tell heard you that. I've read. Uh, I, I've never been there, and, yeah. and I've, I've but I've read Rourke a million yeah. times. Oh yeah. God! And, and when they're shooting perfect. that leopard out of the tree, the emphasis that that was put that was put on making a good shot. Yeah. Yeah. With a rifle, right? With a big, big yeah. caliber yeah. rifle, that's one thing. Yeah, I can savvy that. But a bow, I've oh, hunted yeah. with a bow. A bow, uh, yeah. Most game that I've killed with a bow runs a little bit. Yeah. So that leopard, he, it's he, understood he, unless you spine him or something. No, I, I did. I, I heart and lunged him, and I'm telling you right now, he died right in front. Of oh, me. he didn't go. No, he he jumped from the tree, hit on the ground. And he put his le- he put all four legs right. out and was just digging he was and he was just digging and I mean just making a just, god not but not going anywhere no he would no no and and then wow the the ph pushed me aside and he went through that hole and he followed him and that's where he got it right there oh my goodness <laughs> yeah that's, so that's, he didn't no tracking yeah, and no all. tracking or nothing he was right here. Well, yep. it's just something about being out in, in the wilderness like that. Oh, yeah. no, no matter where you're at. Yeah. I remember the first time I bear hunted up in Canada, and they sent me to this blind, and it's it's probably a 25-minute walk down this, I, I think it's a bear trail. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I'm sure and I walk in there, and of course, it's daytime walking in. Yeah, right. I get all set up, and I, I hunt. Didn't shoot a bear, but I had to walk out. Oh, yeah. And that's freaky. Yeah, it is. I mean, you hear noises and you hear you know sounds off right. in the distance, snapping twigs. That's it. And you're just kind of wondering, and it's like you you almost like start making noise, like talking loud, and like yeah. you're trying like you're trying to stare what's around you away. <laughs> yeah, that's that's well, when you know there's there's critters out there, like up up in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Oh yeah, mountain lions. They're oh, yeah. pretty thick up yeah. there in places. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember walking out at night with with hunters after after it got dark, on the same day seeing seeing a lion. You know, you're thinking, my gosh, you know, yeah. you read about they stalking, walking yeah, behind yeah. them, and jump on people and things like that. Yeah, it makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, it, does. You know? it does. Yeah, that's part of all the adventure, though. I mean, it is. It is. Uh, uh, to, to me, I, I'm sure there are folks that live in the cities that never get out that have some interesting yeah. adventures. Oh, yeah. Some pe- people adventures more than anything yeah. else. Yeah. But to me, those kind of things just don't compare to, you know, the opportunities that we've had of being out and to, to experience life and, and experience death in a lot of instances yeah, as well. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing, even, even that one, again, going back to some of this COVID thing, is people have to realize that all life on earth is dependent upon the death of some other organism or animal. I mean, either directly or indirectly. And you know, if you're going to have food, something's going to have to die, whether it's a, 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 a vegetable, <laughs> you know, or yeah. a piece of grain, or whether it's an animal that provides it, provides our food for us. And, and to me, hunting is so very important because of we have a better understanding as to how we survive, you know, and how we've come to this point where we are in life. Well, some of the other adventures, Kenneth, we, we, you and I sat 
we've, we've been hunting down here and, and we've had wind that blew 30 miles an hour and we've been sitting in a blind and you know it's, it's probably good that we had the wind because you know I've told so many yeah, stories right. there's probably <laughs> until late this afternoon there probably wasn't 10 seconds where one of the others wasn't telling yeah. something you know you, you talked about several of the other opportunities that you've had over the years and uh, you know you, we, we're so fortunate that we get to do these things What's what's in your future? What are you looking for? We we just talked about the leopard, and I know that you've hunted a lot of different places, particularly in Africa. And, and hunting in Africa is so very important because if we don't have hunters there, right, animals die, yeah, and they die in great numbers, kind of thing. But what what are some of the things you've hunted? Doll sheep, you've hunted, yeah. and I want to save the alligator stuff yeah. until a little bit later because yeah. of, of some obvious things. Right. But what are some what what do you see in your future in the next year or so? You know, we, we were talking, and I'd actually was in New Zealand last year and was talking to, uh, to a gentleman about going to uh, uh, Europe or uh, uh, some you know right. areas like that to hunt some different animals, right. you know, different stuff that, you know, I've been to Africa not near as, as many times as you, but I've been over there nine, ten times in the last several years, enjoyed it. Oh, I will continue going yeah. to Africa. I love Africa. And uh, but I would like to start hunting uh, some different stuff, the smaller stuff, you yeah. know. And, and not that I wouldn't go back over and hunt a kudu and wow, or anything would. like that, but I'd love to hunt uh, uh, that mutt jack, and I think that's in uh, the, the primary spot that you hunt those is in, in England, yeah, itself, England, in yeah. Great Britain, or England, right? Yeah, and they're from like Nepal or southern right, part, yeah. you know, India and that that part of the world. Yeah, that, I would really love to start, you know, doing that, uh, hunting some different stuff like that. and But I always want to come back to hunting whitetail or, or anything like that. <laughs> How know. about a hog? Good old, I, I, a good I mean, old as my I'm nephew says, you, good old hog hunts. Yeah, I love, I love hunting hogs. I know you do. Yeah, yeah, I me mean, and you started hunting together, yeah, we sure hogs, did. and then yeah. we wound up in North Dakota yeah, that's it. hunting the, the uh, whitetail together. Sure did. Yeah, I miss those hunts up there. That was yeah. so much fun. It was a uh, real. Good Never hunt. killed a big antler deer, but I killed a little yeah. body deer on those yeah. deer. Just oh, those bodies up there that are huge. They'll they lay are. out in the barley field or out in the corn field, mm -hmm. and uh, lay down and eat and eat and eat. And then when you get on a shelter belt, get up in a tree stand with a bow, and yeah, that's the way we that's the way we hunted them. You know, that pretty uh, that easy to pairs. I mean, there's some ungodly big deer up there to begin oh. with. But a lot of other game as well too. Oh, pretty yeah. good bird hunting and pheasant hunting. And that's one. I was hunting with a, one of the guides up there, and he said, "You want to go with pheasant hunting during the day?" And he, he had some private land that we could go to a farm. Right. And he had a little old, uh, actually a, 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 a lab, and uh, that good dog, one of the best dogs ever. Ever, a flushing dog, you know. Yeah, right. And we shot a shot a bunch of a pheasant, and then we're going down the road and uh, saw some. I said, "Hey, there's a couple of pheasants right there." He said, "You want to shoot those?" I said, "No, no, I don't want to go to. I'd rather not go to the calaboose up here." And he said, "No, no, it's legal, and it was unless yeah. it's posted." Yeah. yeah. Oh, in, yeah. in that area that we yeah. were in, and right. we, uh, yeah, and I thought that's not the way it. Or a lot of other states. Yeah, well. right, right. Yeah. I got to so. tell you a quick pheasant story, hunting, uh, hunting story. I have a friend that owns a ranch in Montana, and I went up there and I shot a, a mule deer, got it like the first day, the first day I was there. And so one of his buddies is a big pheasant hunter, and I'd never pheasant hunted. I'd never, I'd never done it. Yeah. And I said, and he's like, "Would you like to go?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." And so we went, and he had his dog, and we we went hunting and. And of course, we flushed a couple birds right up, and bam! I, I mean, I shot one, and another one went up. Bam! I shot that one, and we walk along, and I shot three, four of them, like just like that. And his buddy, the, my friend Mike's friend, that, that took me, he turned and looked at me. He goes, "You are the fastest shot I have ever seen." He said, "I didn't even get my gun up, and you already had the bird down." He said, "He said that's just absolutely amazing." And I looked at him. I said, "Have you ever dove hunted?" He goes, no. And I go, try that sometime. You'd understand if you did, did you? And, and that was the end of the story. Yeah. And, and then later on, yeah, later on we were talking. I was telling him, I said, you know, how fast doves fly and everything. I said, when you experience that, he said, that makes other bird hunting 
seem a little bit less uh, those, hard to those, do. Those doves, they do. Oh yeah. Aerobatics that are yeah yeah and impossible. Challenging. I mean, Most challenging wing shooting. It is. Yeah. That there could be. Yeah. A quail, you know, he would. As Rourke used to ride, you know, he's either going to go up or he's going to go to the right or he's going to go to the left or yeah. twist twist <laughs> off. But yeah. But a dove, he's he just yeah. And you get a little wind or tailwind, and I mean, my God, they'll do fly upside down almost, you know, dip and dive and zip and zoop kind of thing. Yeah, they're fun to hunt, though. Speaking of doves, a lot of doves here today. Oh, yeah. There, there are a lot of doves in this country. There right? is, a lot of sure doves. is. Yeah, there, there was the high. What was the hybrid dove that's here? That uh, we saw it's a couple of ringnecks. They're an exotic dove. Yeah, you, you can, can hunt, hunt them. With, yeah. you can't hunt dove with with morning dove or, or white wing with okay. an air gun. They make air shotguns too. Are they really? Yes, they yeah. do, and they're pretty lethal, you know. But you can't. But a, a Eurasian, you know, or a ringneck. Yeah. You can hunt them because yeah. any you can hunt them in any time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. an exotic uh, mammal am, animal. You know? Exactly. I saw a few yeah. of those today, didn't yeah. we? I'll yeah. be darn. I'm, yeah. You know, I've seen them around towns, but yeah. maybe because the the uh, petroleum things going on well, here or something. But I didn't realize they were in this. Yeah, no, they they were here. Yeah, I saw, I saw a couple, and yeah, they love to nest in the live oak trees in towns. Mm -hmm. You know, and you you can just see see yeah. you know. Yeah. Actually, they're a nuisance for the cities. You know? Yeah, really? and well, that's one of the reasons there's no bag limit, there's no seed, you can shoot them with almost anything. I and think. they are pretty good eating birds. Oh, yeah, they're, they're pretty good sized birds, like, too. Yeah, very much like a pigeon or, or mm -hmm. squab or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, they're good, they're good eating, good sport, you know. Yeah. Well, I will have to say, you guys had a lot of stories sitting in the blind. So did Luke and I. <laughs> we, we shared more stories today. I'm just having a good time. Oh, yeah. Again, the you know the, the the wind was a curse, but it was a blessing. It was. Yes. Yeah, it covers covers the tip covers covers our stuff. Finish, yeah. You know? I was very fortunate yesterday afternoon. She's a real nice old doe. And, yes. And uh, then this afternoon, I mean, we we really weren't seeing a whole lot no. like we were expecting to. No, we didn't. And it was last that last hour or yeah. last minute. And right, yeah, very yeah. Last. Well, it was five forty. Yeah, it, it, the temperature dropped. Yeah, it did quite a bit. It was right warm. after the, the wind switched yeah. and the temperature dropped. Yes, it the, did. The sun was obliterated there for a while by, yeah. by haze from all the dust in the air, and mm -hmm. but you could feel things getting ready to happen. Kind yeah, of yeah that's mm -hmm. what we kept saying. Kind of cool. But it did. But it literally, I mean. The last minute of the yeah. act. Yeah. I don't think Jeff could have seen the, the crosshairs on that scope another minute later. I'm surprised I got video of that Havelina me yeah. shooting him yeah. tonight. It yeah. was it was so I mean, it was just right at that yeah. last but second. But a lot of times the video cameras particularly seem to gather more light than our eyes do. But I, you know, you're probably right. You get yeah. right down to it. And yeah. if you zoom out just a little bit, and you kind of capture a little bit of the sky. It helps. It helps yes. the lens to pick up. Just like a bring a little light camera. in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yep. Well, it was a great afternoon. I mean, I ended up shooting a real nice older 10-point buck that, uh, mm -hmm. gosh, it's fat. Of course, y'all do such a great job yeah. here in making sure these animals have plenty to eat on a daily basis. And, they are. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at the carcass of the doe, and I mean, I'm about to trim off a lot of tallow off of it, and this buck, I think, was even fatter than that doe was. Yeah, was Speaking of plenty to eat, thank you. That was, the, the dinner's here? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. We had uh, alligator tonight. Should we talk about a little bit about alligator? Well, I, I really want Kenneth to talk a little bit about his alligator adventures, and yeah. then then we're going to come into this alligator and you know maybe come up with what people thought about it. So, Kenneth, if you don't mind, lead no. us into uh, you're some you've hunted alligator. Before. Yes, I've hunted them for several years now with uh, uh, some guys out of Florida around Okeechobee. It's actually a little town called Bunnell. And uh, I, I've shot some tens and elevens, uh, but I, I, I was. And we're talking about length. Length, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, in length, some ten footers, eleven footers, and so I'd been pushing Casey to find me a twelve or better. So he calls me and he says, "I got you a fourteen footer." Oh my gracious! And uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, I mean, we're just I'm scrambling trying to get down there, you know, and everything at that point. And I think they'd had a hurricane come through. Messed it up, because uh, we were there in February, I believe, uh, and uh, so I, I had to to, uh, to wait a week or so. They got another guy in there. He shot a big one. Then I went the following week, 
and then I end up shooting mine that was, uh, you know, thirteen one. And uh, I mean, he was just massive. He he weighed <laughs> they get nine. so much bigger around as they get to those longer oh, yeah, lengths, don't yeah. they? The girth around him. I think he was uh, they thirty nine forty inch oh, girth is what he had. You know, I mean, he he is just a monster. I think they're saying that Gator was uh, probably between fifty and a hundred years old or something right. like that. They. They sent me a text the other day about it and said how old he was and what the girth was on him and everything. Oh, my you know? goodness. And, uh, but, yeah, we, we, I've been hunting with these guys, and I'm not kidding you. It, it, they've got a great place, and uh, it's called Clay Gully Outfitters. Clay Gully Outfitters. Yeah, Clay okay. Gully Outfitters out of Bunnell, Florida. And uh, uh, they, uh, they do deer. They, they do a little bit of everything, and... Uh, uh, how would you go about catching or procuring? Maybe that's a better yeah. term. Well, uh, what, what you're getting a little John boat, and uh, you, you know Casey. Casey was raised in that area, so yes, you know, it's like anybody else with deer or anything else. You know, Casey, he's just out. Where you're out in a John boat. You're looking at the alligator, and they they they'll they'll size them from their nose. Is is kind of from the eyes to the it, nose. Yeah, eye to nose length. Yeah, eye to nose. And he'll kind of tell you that that gator is going to be pushing 13 foot or whatever. You know, so and then they've got a, a rod and reel with a big treble hook on it. And you and you cast out, hook him, and then they'll put a bigger treble hook in him, you know. And uh, then you fight him forever, how long? And then they hit him with a bang stick right between the eyes, or right right at the top of the yeah. Their uh, brain skull. is not very big. No, no, it's not. And uh, but I guess we fought him for probably around two hours. Oh, and, oh my and, gracious! And, and the sad thing about it was, my arms were just <laughs> spaghetti at that point, and. Uh, I was actually waiting for rotator surgery, oh, 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 and uh, else. Uh, I was, oh and uh, I was going in so because I'd went in around March, but and we took this uh, uh, gator in February, I believe, uh, uh, January, February, and uh, but we'd actually hooked one prior to that one, and we got him up next to the boat. He was looks like he was as wide as the John boat. And as long oh as it gosh. was, but Casey says, "Oh, Kenneth, that one there is not going to probably go about twelve six. You can keep him or turn him loose." So we turned him loose and went after another <laughs> one. I I probably was fighting those two gators for probably pushing nearly three hours or better, uh, and, and just I mean cutting one loose and getting another one just that quick. Man, oh man, my shoulders. I are, can oh, I they, can't even imagine. I mean, well, I, I I promise you, that gator went to the bottom of a shallow area, and they have a, uh, a, a it's like a maybe like a golf uh, hand, or a golf club, but it's got a spike on the end of it, and they when they'll find because when he goes to the bottom he'll just lay, right? So they they'll hit him with that spike, yeah, to get him come, come up, up. Yeah. yeah, and. They were hitting, and I said, "Man, is this is this a concrete pond?" They said, "No, that's that that's gator." That's that gator. And I said, "There's no way." And I'm I'm I mean, when you were hitting him, it would literally sound like concrete. I mean, I'll be you know, darned. Hmm, uh, wow. uh, but and then finally they'll go down and hit his nose or something and bring him up, you know, and he'll he'll come up and you'll start fighting him again, you know, but. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about 900 pounds laying on the on the bottom. Oh. You're not going to pull them up. No, right? no, 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 no. Me, no, all no. four of us. It would take my, a winch. Yeah, yeah. All four of us together may get on there and pull him up, but uh, one person's not going to. Not to mention the fact that you're in a John boat. Yeah, yeah. And it and it <laughs> and, and there was actually down. literally about five of us in that John boat. Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, that 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 got a little hairy as well, you know. <laughs> oh, and uh, but uh, we, you know, finally got him. Got him hit, and and they brought a tractor out, and Casey tied a rope on him, and they drug him out, out the bank, and it was head first. And you're sitting there watching it, and then they, he's going out of the water. You see the head, 
and he just continues gr- growing and, and going, going, and, growing and, going. And, and it's like God Almighty, man. how big is this? Yeah, thing? I mean, y'all seen a picture of it? Oh, I mean, he looks oh, historic. I mean, yeah. that thing yeah. is gargantuan. Never yeah, seen absolutely. Like that. Yeah, never, I, I really didn't know they got that big. I, oh, yeah. it's just I, I bet they don't. They don't get that big very often, do they? No, no, they, they no, don't. Once yeah. you get past that twelve foot yeah. mark, yeah. Yeah. Like a, you don't like see many root. You know what I mean? Historic is a good way to. I've got one more. They. We're working with Clay Gully uh, with the show and everything. Super good people. Zach Zeller and his dad Randy. Uh, they're they're really, you know, uh, bringing this outfitting uh, Clay Gully outfitting. Right. Really to uh, I mean uh, they're working on it real good and 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 making it a nice place you know and everything. So uh, they actually give me one more. Can Casey's actually looking, hoping that there might be a fourteen footer in there. In this place, and so if it is, mm. I'm going to go and uh, uh, get one more gator. Yep. And I think that'll record. be, yeah, I think that'll be it at that point, you know. Well, uh, don't, don't, don't say that because now well, I want to go to eating gator. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Those yeah. ten footers. So, yeah, the ten footer is tell exactly. Us, tell us about that. Yeah. We're, we're, I want to come back to one more thing a little bit later on about, about Europe, but. Uh, you're going to go back down, and I, I heard you guys talk about yeah. possibility going down and, and trying to catch one, some of the smaller ones, yeah. like six to eight foot kind of thing, for the primary purpose of eating them. So, no, I'd have no other reason to get that, one. That's it. That's it. They are the best. We'll get into that in a minute. I know, Mr. White. <laughs> no, I, you can, I, I have led into it. Now you can yeah. talk about it. All, all I have to say is, you know, you're looking at uh, I've cooked... Just about blue, everything. Blue cat or blue uh, blue catfish. Yeah. It, it's hard to beat blue catfish when you marinate it with a little buttermilk and Louisiana hot sauce yeah. and fr- cook it right. It's flat. hard to beat yeah. that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this alligator that yeah. we had for dinner is the b- yeah. the best. Oh, yeah. chicken strips. Okay, oh, yeah. folks, that I mean, eat chicken strips. Yeah. This will yeah. this will put the chicken strips on the background. <laughs> it, it's the best. It's the yeah. best I've ever had. That is and absolutely, I, I'm absolutely fantastic. So yeah. good. Makes me want to go get about an eight foot gator. We're going to <laughs> if, if if we can make it happen. All of us will go, Jeff. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'll, I'll be a I'll be a meat hunter. Yeah, you that's know? it. Meat, yeah. Would you call it a meat hunter or yeah. meat fisher? Uh, yeah, yeah, meat. Uh, well, yeah, a little, little bit of both. Bit of both yeah, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, that. What did you think about it, Jeff? I, not, I saw a big pile of that over on that oh, plate. Oh, I mean, I, I went back for seconds, and I, I didn't really want to go back for thirds because I didn't want to look like I was greedy or anything, but yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it really was. I've had gator before several times, yeah. it, and it's restaurant stuff, yeah. but this this was fresh. No, I mean, it's fresh. I think yeah. that was oh, part yes. of it. It, it, it was Unbelievable. fresh. Yeah. But I, and I've had it at the, at the restaurants, too, but I wonder if it, you know, might have been frozen for a yeah. year or something. Yeah. It, yeah. This... No, it was nothing like this. You don't get those nuggets like That's we got right. tonight. No. no, golden, yeah, yeah, fried. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is good. It really is. It, and, and those six, eight, ten footers are are really the best. And every time we go there, if we shoot a big gator, we'll shoot a smaller gator. Yeah. You know, for the meat. Uh, yeah, right. For, and that, that, like you said, Luke, that's that's why you're shooting them. I mean, if you ever, if you've ever eaten them, you will, you You'll will go, go back. back that's you? right. You will go or, back. Yeah, go back to, over the first time. Yeah, right? yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And there's no lack of gators. Oh no! Oh no! No. The, no. I've, I've never shot one. But yeah. years ago, when they put the alligator on the endangered species yeah. list, Dr. Mick Robinson, who I work with with the Department of Veterinary Pathology, Dr. Mick and I, my job, among other things, was to go around and catch new and alligators. Up to that point, if they had a gator that killed a dog or showed up in a pond or a little creek right behind somebody's house, you know, they just called a local game warden or sheriff's department went out and they just dispatched it and took care of it. When they put them on the endangered species list, they could no longer do that. So, I mean, we went out and we caught lots of problem gators all along the southern half of Texas kind of thing. And uh, with a little, about a 10, 12-foot P-row, about a 12-foot pole, a <laughs> coyote snare on the end of it, and a you know rope and a, a car battery and a, and a spotlight, and you'd find them and put that noose just right behind their nostrils. Yeah. Jerk that thing, and it, that coyote snare would tighten up so it wouldn't turn loose. And then it 
the thing take off and you'd paddle for the bank and you'd pull that sucker up on the bank and then jump on top of them and we'd turn them upside down because literally when you turn, they don't go comatose, but they just go in a state of relaxation yeah. when they're upside down. And we'd wrap the mouth shut, you know, with tape and all that kind of stuff. And then you'd reach down and you'd tie the legs and we'd slide them out and take them somewhere and turn them loose, you know, kind of thing. So I've done a lot of that. But I've, I've never actually killed. Although there were some that I really wanted to, because it is you, you, you've appreciated because the fact of those things fighting oh, yeah. that tail, and when they swing their tail, their their tail, if like on land or edge, their tail is always swung to their head. Yeah. So if they swing to the right, everything comes to the right. They swing to the left, everything goes to the left. So that that tail sweeps whatever it is into their mouth. I guess. Oh, is that, yeah. yeah. Nope. And that interestingly, I mean, is. I grabbed a hold of a, of a tail of one that was about, oh, about a, almost 12 foot, and it was like grabbing hold of a high-pressure hose, just throwing me all over the place. Oh, I bet. And the interesting thing, two other things that are interesting about them, they don't have a pulsating heart. It's a, it's a continual flow heart. A lot mm -hmm. like our, our heart yeah. pumps, yeah. you know, thump, thump right. kind of thing. Theirs is just a continual flow. And, we didn't realize that until we started trying to, to take blood from them. And uh, then we, we learned all kinds of things. Of course, the other thing is, is they cannot open their mouth. They have ungodly strength in closing their mouth when it's open. But you can take right. your index finger or your, your, your first finger and your thumb and hold the mouth shut of the biggest gator there is in the world. But if his mouth is open, you do not have enough strength to hold that <laughs> mouth open. And if he's any size, you can't pull that mouth open yeah. if it's closed, kind of thing. So, yeah. it, I mean, there, there's a, you, you mentioned prehistoric, you know, yeah, essentially they are. They, are. Yeah. they have not changed in terms of evolution yeah. in, in, you know, hundreds of thousands of years for sure, you know, maybe millions of years. Mm -hmm. but, uh, Amazing critters, aren't they? They really are. They really, they really truly are. are. They really truly You've hunted crocs in. Yeah, Africa. I sure have. Uh, I, shot, uh, I shot a croc over in the Luanga. Uh, he was a uh, twelve. He was twelve foot. Probably had a foot and a half, two foot of his tail. Tail missing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, but he was. I mean, he was as big as that ga uh, gator as well. Yeah. You know. But I shot him with my bow, and and and, and no backup. Uh, yeah. Or anything. I'll be darned. Yeah. Where I do did, you shoot him when, when you shoot with the bow? I lunged him. You lunged. I double lunged him. Okay. And when I lunged him, he he spun to go back in the water, and he. And he drowned, you know, he pretty right. much drowned it himself, yeah. uh, opening his mouth and taking the water in. We got real lucky. There was a sandbar right in the middle of the river, and he hit that sandbar and died on that sandbar. And then uh, the PH sent the little trackers out there. Oh, my goodness. And they put a rope around him and brought him back to bank. Got him with a bow. Yeah. Double lung. I did. Well, I that's really, appropriate. Double lung outdoors, yeah. baby. Yeah. There you go. And uh, <laughs> there was no backup on that. He did ask me because there was actually two of us there. And as, and the other guy hit his with his bow. But when, when, when he turned loose, the PH shot at the same time. Yeah. And, and he said, do you want me to back you up? And I said no. He said, you know, of course, if if I don't back you up, and he and he gets in the water, and you lose, him, and you yeah. lose him, yeah, you you know, you owe us, or you have to start yeah. all over again. Right. And man, I I lunged him, and I mean, when he spun, he was spitting blood. But the pH said, you know, where this little spot is, come down. You see that mm -hmm. spot? Hit him right there, and you'll hit him you right in the lungs. I did. did. I I shot him at twenty yards, and I mean, just. Lunged him, and, and that's that, awesome. That's what killed crocodile. Him. Now, you, I know you guys have been around a bunch of them. I've, uh, they're pretty, pretty aggressive. I've, I've read. Yes. That's all I know about yeah. them. They, the, the native folks over there, watch them pretty close, right? Yeah. Especially when you're going to have to cross a river. Or, we've all seen a wildebeest and what they'll oh, do yeah. to them, you know. But <laughs> I, I assume they're pretty. You don't want to be in the water around them. No. No. Yeah. No. Not no. hardly. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't take it a dip in I the river. I wouldn't want to cross. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so years ago, I was telling Kenneth, well, I was hunting uh, on the Save Conservancy in, in uh, Zimbabwe, right on the Save River, and we jumped a big kudu that ran across in front of us as we're hidden to an area, and he ran out in the river, and I, I walked over there and looked at him, and I was shooting a single-shot 416 Rigby. This thing just totally unnerved me, and I missed him by about 30 yards at 50 yards on the first shot. Quickly reloaded, and I hit him just as he went across the other bank to the bank. 
and then we followed him up and it was late in the evening and by the time we got all of our things done and meat taken care of we sent the trackers back with the meat across the river and there were crocs all up and down this river and they were about 10 minutes ahead of us and the water was everywhere from about ankle deep to above waist deep and i mean every little movement that you felt you know you knew you're going to be eaten by a croc while you're there but uh well, Larry, one of the most interesting things that I stories that you've told me about, and we've talked about it on the on the radio show that you and I have been doing for eleven and a half years, is there was a I think it was called a mangrove. I'm not sure, but it was a matted vegetation. Oh, that, were, yeah, that was uh, the papaya, the floating papaya, papaya. and, and there was uh, crocs. Hip, I don't know what all was under it, but it was a floating. Yeah, the Matt papaya is, is a, dead vegetation. a floating mat of, of vegetation. You know, the papaya like you read about in the Bible and all that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, so, I mean, we were hunting Sitatunga uh, uh, on the Mayanja River, which flows into one of the Nile Rivers in Uganda. And I, while I was there, we were hunting with, uh, with Christian Weff, and he was telling me about, fact he said right before you got here he said we had a, had a German guy that came in and he, he shot a uh, Sitatunga and it ran off into papayas and he said papaya and, uh, and we followed up on it and started tracking he said and when I shot mine he wouldn't let me go out on the water because he said you'll fall through and he said there's pythons and you know crocs like you can't believe there anyway they got after followed this blood trail and uh, he and, and uh, one of the other PHs and a couple of his trackers, and they're walking on this floating stuff, and all of a sudden they look through there, and here comes this, what looks like this Sitatunga charging them. And he said, as it got a little bit closer, they realized that it was a uh, python that it cl- had killed and cl- at that point claimed that Sitatunga and had it wrapped around about two or three times and was coming toward them with about five foot of head and neck ahead of them coming to, to try to chase them out of there and they ended up shooting that dead gum and it was like a 26 foot python goodness i mean he had photographs of it and i mean this thing was you know big around as we're around the waist but then so when we were we were talking about hunting on that <laughs> stuff you know there are little old trails that go through there the hippo trails that you get in the little makoros that are nothing more than a dead gum dugout that are the most unstable thing there is in the world as far as I'm concerned that floats on the water you know there are crocs and pythons and hippos and kind of adds to the you know adventure kind of yeah. thing but they didn't want you on that I knew you'd slip in no they, they said there's no way yeah, yeah. when I shot mine it ran just right off in a little bit farther uh-huh. into it and they said mm. I said I want to go recover it and he goes no you're not you're too big you'll sink you'll sink you'll fall right through you know, I you. said what's What's underneath? And he said, Crocs and Pythons. <laughs> and I thought, you're right. I'll sit up yep, here in yep. this machine about here. 40 feet off the ground. I'll be waving at y'all. Go this way. Go that way. Yep. Kind of like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, how about the adventures we're hearing, man? These guys have been there and, and done it. You know? They've done a lot of crazy things. They've done a yeah. lot of stuff and uh, doing their, their TV shows. Yeah through the years but you know at the end of the day it's all, it's all outdoor fun it's all fun it is, it, it, it's it is just fun. getting out whether there. whether whether you were the one experienced adventure or whether it's like you know i've lived a lot of adventures through kenneth and yeah. and a few yeah. others through your tv show yeah. and, right. and watching the, you know listening to the stories or you mentioned robert rourke you know and some of the yeah. writers like capstick and and uh, even roosevelt and and yeah. hemingway and you know, a whole bunch of other more recent type guys that have had all kinds of unbelievable adventures in different parts of the world. And, you know, we're going to experience some more of those. We're talking about going, possibly going alligator hunting. We're talking about possibly going to, to Poland, taking mm-hmm. Kenneth with us there to hunt roe deer and maybe some other species. And, and uh, I'd like to kill a good, uh, a true European boar. I would. Yeah, yeah. And I would too. There's a great number of boar in that part of the world yeah uh, that's what our our buddy over there uh, mr al lou that we're going to be joining up with and uh, i think you i you know he's an also a biologist larry and i think right. you, you guys y'all are gonna gonna have we're gonna have a great time great hunt but 
I bet y'all are going. I, I love Europe. I've been over there, hunted several countries over there, and to me, mm -hmm. I love Africa. I love you know all the other things, but Europe is kind of a special place yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Poland is is I've look, I've seen the, the pictures and and studied it a little bit. That's a a lot of wilderness over there, really. It a is. wild country. I it is. For the most part, what you're hunting is right on those areas, right along the edge of the farmland. Yeah. yeah. And there, but there's all kinds of, you know, as you say, huge areas of Back forested country. areas, and and uh, yeah, that really don't get in. People don't get into very much anymore. Yeah. So and I'm history, really history's gone. Oh gosh, a lot of history. history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Al uh, sent me a picture of a guard shack. Uh, on a piece of land that, that he was hunting. I don't, it was, it was in, now this was in Germany. Right. But it was an old uh, brick guard shack up on a hill, and it went back to before, prior World War One. I. I don't know, it was a, an outpost where they, they were watching for people crossing the borders yeah. or whatever, but it was covered with vines and 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 uh, he's, he he's in an, in an email he told me it's not uncommon at all to see things like oh, that. No. And I don't even know how. Way it's... back before that, I was in Austria a few years ago, and we were hunting uh, chamois and, and roe deer with uh, I can't remember this lady's name, but she was reputed to be the most beautiful lady in in all of Europe for many many years, you know. And and we're having lunch way back off of the mountains up there. There's this little rock shack kind of thing, and, and I commented about it. She says, "Well, go inside and and see what the Roman numerals say." You know when it was built, and you went inside, and it was like 812 is when the shack, when this serious? little structure was built. Oh, you know, do we think about man? We got building in, in in Texas that's 200 years old. You know, and you go, <laughs> my God! All of a sudden, you're talking about you know tw in this instance 1,200 years old kind of thing. So call the old world. Uh, uh, that is truly the old world. Jeez. Before we leave this thing, Kenneth, tell people how they can get in touch with you if they'd like to, or particularly how they can get uh, watch the show, watch yeah. Double Long. Well, you know, Double Long is on the Pursuit Channel, and it's on uh, three uh, three days a week. And uh, it's on Tuesday, uh, 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 two, no, yeah, uh, Tuesday 530. at 5.30, Wednesday at 12, and Sunday at 12. And it's on the Pursuit Channel. That's, that's Central Time, right? Yeah, Central, Central Time. time. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's Central Time. And, uh, again, it's uh, 5, uh, 5 o'clock on Tuesday, 12 on Wednesday, and 12 on Sunday. And uh, we've been doing this for about seven. This is our eighth year, going on our eighth year. That's fantastic. Yeah. They can also go to the Pursuit yeah. website. That, that's you know, if they yeah. If they can't remember, you know, want to learn a little bit more, because there's usually a description on the show as yeah. well, too. right. Yeah, they can go to the Pursuit uh, right. uh, 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 and, and pick it up there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Look us up on Facebook yeah. also. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook as well. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's Double Lung. Yeah, Double Lung Outdoors TV. Double Lung Outdoors TV yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. So a lot of different ways to, to get in touch. And, of course, with the Sportsman Life, you know, they can find us on uh, Pride Outdoor Network. There's uh, Facebook. There's also YouTube. YouTube. And uh, catfishradio.org. And no telling yeah. where else it might show yeah, up. That's true. It's posted there on the radio <laughs> website yeah. that yeah, you're with sure me is. on. Yeah. Catfishradio.org. You can go there. Jeff puts it right there yeah. every week where you don't that's right you know if you don't see it somewhere else yeah, absolutely it. perfect well pretty you can listen to me and mr weiss soon there called campfire talk while you're yeah you campfire and down the camp and there ain't no telling what the conversation is going to be yeah, about it. it'll, it'll <laughs> usually start something like well larry buddy what have you been doing this week well i, was, and I said well uh, let's talk about that. Yeah. We'll start off, and then it's something then, totally. Then we're talking about me and him as boys hunting deer, thirty miles apart, and yeah. down in that in the, in southeast Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to thank the three of you so very much, and and the guys that you have that are here in camp with us that have just done an absolutely fantastic job on food and taking care of us. Kenneth, thank you so very much. I want to remind everybody that the uh, DSC convention is going to be held February 11th through the 14th at the K Bailey Hutchinson Center there in Dallas, Texas and love to see everybody there. I got a feeling our bunch is going to be there and, and uh, you know if you want to tell us a story we'd love to hear your story and, and uh, you know in the meantime 
get outdoors, have a great time. Don't look for excuses not to go hunting. Look for excuses to spend time in the outdoors. And we look forward to seeing everybody being right here back with us next week. Same place, same time with DSC's Untamed Heritage. Thank y'all for joining us. DSC's Untamed Heritage is also brought to you by Texas Wildlife Association, working for tomorrow's wildlife today. Wildlife Systems, serving hunters and landowners since 1987. Kenetrek Boots, for the trail less traveled. Ruger, rugged, reliable firearms. Pyramid Air, your one stop for everything air gun.